guys doing outside my room? Welcome back, listeners, to The Zetas Podcast, Episode 4. What you just listened to is a continuation from where we left off last week. After questioning Reagan, a suspicious noise brought myself, Anne, Leah, and Reagan to Erica's room. We opened the door to find, well, listen for yourselves. Erica, why do you have nunchucks in the president's suite? And why is there a sword in the corner over there? And why is your chemistry project bubbling on your hot pad? I can't explain. It's a long story. Erica, I think it's time that the two of us sit down. Come into Anne and Leah's room. We can conduct the interview from there. I don't know if we'd call it. Our weekly chapter meeting starts in ten minutes. I can't sit down with you now, but I will afterwards. I have multiple people attesting to the fact that you leave the sorority house right after your meetings every week. And I have a soundbite of you doing it Friday after the meeting with campus police. How do I know you won't do it tonight? I will be back, I promise. But you all need to go so I can get ready. Please, trust me. Come on, dude. She promised. Let her get ready. I waited outside of the Zeta house while their meeting took place, racking my brain for a possible solution to the mystery. The four suspects I identified prior all had alibis, and I had no idea how to proceed. Don't. HMG? Gloria, I know what you're up to. Don't do it. I don't know what- I've been talking to the girls. Everyone knows what you've been saying to them. How you've been handling these interviews. I'm just interviewing them for my podcast. Oh, bullshit. I don't know what kind of game you're playing or what exactly you're trying to get out of this little project of yours. Don't think I don't see you sticking that little recording device toward everyone's conversations, especially Anne and Leah's. You know, the girls were so excited for you to come. They wanted to show the world what a normal sorority experience was like. Not what you see in the movies or in the media. I know that does happen elsewhere. Don't think I'm naive, but it doesn't happen here. They wanted to show the world what it could be like try to change things. But now, with those damn recordings of yours... As HMG talked about the podcast and its original purpose, I was reminded of all the footage I had and how I originally determined my initial four suspects. I decided to use the time to go through the audio I'd collected over the past four days, listening into conversations I'd recorded, random lines I'd picked up here and there. It wasn't long before I noticed something new. Something that I had overlooked prior, but seemed so obvious in retrospect. Well, I haven't seen Erica since last chapter. I don't know well, where. Well, how did you forget in touch with Erica? That, like, never happened. She shows for chapter, you know, and then no one knows where she goes. She's technically supposed to live in... Is it typical for the president to leave so suddenly? Besides, Erica was very persistent. She's rather intense, Erica. Have you met her? Apparently Erica knows you did it. And if I seemed pissed... Then she's you furious. You asking the wrong guy. All I know is Erica is more pissed off about the scarecrow than the dead body. The answer had been on my files this entire time. I was so distracted with investigating the other suspects that I didn't notice the story unfolding in front of me. The sound bites, combined with the contents within Erica's room, made it all too clear. On the night of Thursday, September 6th, Erica, president of the Zeta Zeta Mu sorority, attacked John Dwight. I brought Anne and Leah to their room so we could set up for Erica's interview. 
shortly after the chapter meeting concluded. How right do you actually think he is? Erica is the most suspicious out of everybody he's questioned. Yes, but doesn't his interviewing methods seem a bit intense? He's a journalist, not a detective, and I don't like what he's been doing. Yes, I agree, but- All right, we're all set here. Let's begin. My name is Erica Morgan. I'm a senior Zeta majoring in chemistry, and I'm the Zeta president. Is there anything else you'd like to tell me about yourself? Not particularly. Secrecy won't be your friend here. I'm not trying to hide anything. Excellent. Then this should be a quick interview. From what I've heard, I'm assuming you want to ask me where I was on Thursday night. Actually, I don't. Wait, you don't? What do you mean? Ah, right on time. Come on in. Just sit right over here, John. There. What is he doing here? I had this idea that maybe while we're talking about the assault, John Dwight might get some of his memories back. I'm pretty sure I had this in the bag. This is just a backup. I don't think this is the best idea. Just trust me. I am the professional, after all. Don't mind John Dwight over here. He's just going to listen in. My plan for interviewing Erica was different. I wanted a big reveal, one that would bring the series to an appropriate climax, causing it to captivate the audience. So I invited everyone to Anne and Leah's room. Some took more convincing than others, but I was able to persuade them all. I thought we just talked about I don't want to be here. Neither do I. I was promised an apology. Why are there so many people here? And Leah, what's been going on? Yeah, dude, what's going on? Why is Wendy here? Why is Dave here? Thank you all for coming. I think that by the time we finish here, everyone can leave satisfied with the conclusions we find. And what the fuck is that supposed to be? I have brought you all here today because, for one reason or another, you have been brought into this investigation as a possible suspect. <laughs> Excuse me? I did Bullshit. nothing. All but one of you have been proven innocent by the alibis you presented during your interview. However, that means that someone in this room is still a suspect, perhaps even guilty of assaulting John Dwight. But before we hear you out, Miss President, allow me to present my case before you, a series of threads I've picked up in my audio footage that all lead toward you. We will start with Wendy. Please do not pull me into this. Wendy never said anything directly against you. However, during her interview, it was apparent that her sorority, Alpha Delta, had some intense rivalry against the Zetas. There is not some when crazy ever say the Alpha Deltas were enemies. It's not a big deal. But while Wendy might not be compelled to act on it, that doesn't mean you, Erica, wouldn't. Maybe beating the Alpha Deltas in grades wasn't enough. Really? This is the foolproof evidence you're basing your assumption off of? That I'm prone to violent actions simply because I'm the president of a sorority that has a friendly competition against another sorority that has gone back years before I even joined? Hardly. I'm just laying the foundation. Like I said, Wendy never said anything directly against you. But now we switch our attentions to Dave, who did have some more direct things to say against Erica. Dude, you are asking the wrong guy. All I know is Erica is more pissed off about the scarecrow than the dead body. What are you getting at? Now, this doesn't offer a new insight, rather establishes my previous point, that Erica is prone to violence. I mean, I've known Erica for years, and I wouldn't say she's- Excuse me? Isn't this the same logic you tried to pull with Reagan? It didn't work last time, dude, so I don't think you're defending your side well. She has reason to be violent, as evident through her rivalry with Wendy. And she is known to be scary when she's pissed off, 
Enough that a guy like Dave would be worried. Eh, that's really not safe. And might I add, the weapons we found in her room. Some swords, nunchucks, and a bubbling beaker, probably filled with some sort of poisonous concoction. I'm a chemistry major. That brings me to my next point. HMG. I told you, it's Gloria. Now let's listen to what HMG said the other day about Erica. I didn't mean that as a bad thing at all. She knows what she wants and she goes for it. It's an admirable trait, really. But it does continue this narrative that I'm constructing, does it not? That Erica is prone to conniving actions, that she is intense, that she is a mystery, that she is someone to be feared, someone to worry about. I'm right here. Which then leads me to Reagan. Do not. Reagan, out of everyone, had the most lines that led me to think Erica is suspicious of this. What do you? She forgetting in touch with Erica. Dude, that, like, never happened. She shows up a chapter, you know, and then no one knows where she goes. She's technically supposed to live Apparently in the Erica house. knows she did it. And if I seemed pissed, then she's furious. Reagan? And Reagan reflects the sentiments within the rest of the sorority. I have even more sound bites from other Zeta members talking about her absence in the house, her mysterious actions, her intensity. There's a fear that surrounds her. Reagan, is that true? Am I feared? I didn't know. Did anyone tell him that we've known her for like three years? That she hasn't always been this busy or the president? I'm afraid to tell him. He might do something. So Erica, allow me to conclude my findings. Based off of interviews and sound bites I've gathered the past four days, I can conclude that people do not trust you. You aren't present. You disappear without word of where you are. You leave weapons and lab experiments in your room. And people are scared. For some reason, people don't want you to be upset. People feel the need to warn others when you are pissed or aren't happy. You don't confront people yourself. You have others do it for you. Someone who operates like this can only be guilty of something. So, Erica, tell me, where were you on the night of Thursday, September 6th? Lab. Lab? Yes, lab. I'm a chemistry major as you evidently concluded after entering my room and finding my homework. Why do you have to do lab work in your room? It was a non-lethal project. I didn't have time to go back to the lab during open hours, so I did it in my room. Is it legal? Maybe not, but that's what it is. Drink it. It's not poisonous. It's a legit alibi. The body was found Thursday night around what, 7.30, 8? There are a ton of labs going on at that time. But we won't know for sure unless we see her schedule. I can't do that. What do you mean, you can't do that? I, I'm sorry, but legally, I cannot do that. Erica, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Reagan. I got the call from my boss this morning. He loves this concept. The podcast will be published and have a large media corporation backing it. Wait, what do you mean? No I... matter what, people will hear these words. These accusations. Well, I wouldn't call and them And automatically assume you did it. Not unless you have an alibi. A reliable alibi. John Dwight, you've been sitting here patiently, listening carefully. I want you to look at Erica over there. Uh, Think about everything I've said. I would show said. you my schedule All the I information could, you've can't. just been given about this investigation. Me? Try to remember, John Dwight. Try to remember that night. Was it Erica? Did Erica assault you that night? Uh, I'm trying to remember. 
I think. I think what happened me. was. I promise it wasn't me. Regan, tell them. You know me best. You know what's been going on. Tell them I didn't do say it. Say it, John Dwight. Say that Erica assaulted you that night. I mean, I can't say. I think I remember. I would show you my schedule if I could, but I can't. Why won't you believe me? Shut up, Erica. The fuck? Who was uh, it? John don't talk Dwight? to her like Tell that. Me. It was. I did it. I did it. Okay, it was me. I attacked John Dwight. Surprised? Well, I was too. That's all we have for this week, dear listeners. Our story will conclude next week. I am your loyal narrator, signing off.